1: Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source.
2: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray. And this is Heather. And we are on the metaphysical porch. I threw it to you differently this time. (laughs) We are so happy to have you here on Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, awakening world. Uh, We're so happy to be on our metaphysical front porch uh, this wonderful day and so happy to be speaking to you. So we say hello to our Unity friends and all those folks listening on Stitcher and Live three sixty five and all the myriad of places. Oh, and iTunes, iTunes. Hey, if We're you listen, new. yeah, if you listen on iTunes, do us a fave. And uh, if you like the show and you've listened to it before, give us a review. Apparently, that's a uh, that does some good stuff for us and gets the word out. And uh, of course, we love to um, connect with folks who are wanting to talk about what we love to talk about, which is the leading bleeding edge of law of attraction. Mm-hmm and And really, explore uh, these teachers that are talking today. You know what I love about the Abraham work what? Uh, is that they're here now. I mean, you know what i mean it's it's like it's fun to study people that wrote a hundred years ago or a thousand mm-hmm. years ago. but there is something so exciting about this work with Abraham, and of course, for those folks um who are just joining us for the first time, we study um unity, but we also look at. The Law of Attraction through the perspective of of Abraham hickscom and uh, and these these wonderful channel teachers. But what I love about them is they're they're so present, and it's unfolding now through the life of Esther, through this woman who's walking the planet now, and the information to me feels really relevant. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, it just feels like very hip. <laughs> I mean, we should rename the show like the hip spiritual show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they just, they do, they feel like they're talking to us now. And I especially love how they travel the country and they pick up, you know, really the vibrational essence of these different types of, of places around the States and even international now. Hello, wonderful international listeners. Um, I love when they go to Australia. I love it when they, you know, go to different parts of the world and you hear, um, you know, what's being provoked from these teachers, you know, because when they come to your city, they're vibing into where, you are and they're pulling out the questions that you're living and it's so dang interesting and Heather and I are on the glutton program so we get everything that they say and so it's really fun to to pick up the different vibrations and and feel the relevancy I mean we're all in this together so there's a lot of common themes but then there's particular things that are coming through and lately they've been here in the Bay Area and they've been doing California and they do you know there's there's sort of um you know, California, um, they do Arizona, they do Colorado, they kind of do this kind of wonderful tour. And uh, they've been talking a lot about this word that we're going to explore today on the show. And the word is momentum. Momentum. And they've been speaking about it so consistently, I thought it'd be fun to sort of dedicate a show to talking about what the heck is momentum, and why do I care? Um, (laughs) (laughs) And more specifically, we're talking about control. Control. I feel like like, like Janet Jackson. <laughs> you know this idea of how much control do we have in uh, the creation of our reality, um, and and what is it about control that is so intoxicating? Why do we want it, and uh-huh. why do we feel so out of control a lot of the times? So, raise your hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we're also going to talk about sort of this, this sort of double edged sword of of the power of your observation in the law of attraction and in the study of the law of attraction, because ye are gods as we have learned and, and definitely stepped into that we are, uh, gods. And I think it was, um, it was, it was on last week's show that we're talking about, you know, this idea that, you know, God is not using us. We're using God.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And it was actually, um, Reverend Paul, who had said that, um, uh, and he had talked about it in his talk at, at Unity in Marin when he came and visited us. And he was talking about this idea that we are really using the energy of God, that God is not using us. And I think that's really interesting. So it, when we step into that perspective that we are the energy of God, that we are the energy of spirit, and so all of a sudden, you know, the power of your observation becomes very critical because how you observe and what you're observing is actually either bringing something into the physical or not. And I don't think we take our observation very seriously. You know what I mean? We just kind of sloppily look around and, oh, let me stare at that thing that, you know, is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) and let me talk about it and let me give it details and you know i I think sometimes we don't really take these laws very seriously because our observations are very sloppy you know Mm. what i mean um i mean if you knew that what you observed was actually participating in the creation of it you know would you be a little bit more discerning about where you give your attention i don't know would you
4: are you are you talking about like our thoughts or, no, what, what, or are what are you talking about?
2: Or what you're looking at, what you're paying attention to, mm-hmm. what you're observing, what you're spending a lot of time um, looking at, thinking about, talking about.
4: Because the first thing I thought of when you were saying it is sometimes we just look at things, but we're really not looking at it. We're kind of daydreaming or doing something else. So you mean observing, like bringing our attention to something. Yeah
2: bringing that gorgeous attention to it because it is powerful it is focus and when we observe and when we judge and when we start to tell stories we are impacting that which is coming and we are participating in our future uh when we do that and, and I think sometimes if if we really believed that we would get off subjects a lot faster Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, and, and these teachers have been talking a lot about the fact that there is no bottom to a problem. And really the key is to, to observe the problem, but then immediately move to a vibration where the solution might be hanging out. And that's a different kind of observation than observing the problem. You know, observing uh, the the solution or the expectation of solution is a different kind of vibration than living in the question and living in the problem. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, maybe the universe doesn't quite understand my situation. And so let me tell the universe one more time why I want what I want,
4: (laughs) you know. And I think, or why it, you know, I don't why I don't want what I don't want, <laughs> right, right, right. There's reasons here, so I, I think that we're going
2: to talk about of the power of our observation and you know the power of our judgments. Our perspective is important, and I think that's yeah. one thing that the Abrahams talk a lot about. That your perspective matters. It's unique into the world. It will never be this same perspective again with all the elements that came to to bring you where you are. And and I want to honor, you know, the fact that perspective and how I speak about something and how I observe something is actually creating the planet and is contributing to uh, the experience, the expansion or the contraction of the planet and of my experience and to really take it more seriously and to, you know, um, they're talking a lot about the 17-second rule. Mm Mm-hmm. I know we talked about that on the show a couple weeks ago that, you know, from, from their perspective, what they're saying is that every 17 seconds, if you focus on something for more than 17 seconds, you have begun to move that thought into a vibration that is on its way to potential manifestation. In other words, you're, you're contributing to the amping up of that observation to something that could happen. Uh, lead to a physical manifestation to an experience or something like that so 17 seconds it's like be careful what you're doing for 17 whole seconds <laughs> um, or yeah. the, you know or the good news is you can get a new momentum going with only 17 seconds of focus can you do it you know try it sometimes it's not as easy as you think to focus on one thing with our monkey minds running all over the place focusing on one thing for 17 seconds you know
4: so okay i gotta tell you what i did at the gym the other day i s- i listened to my music on my phone so i went on to the timer and i set it up for 17 seconds and i was doing my stretches at the end of my workout and i picked something to focus on and then i would stretch and press the timer and focus on it until it beeped what'd you think it was like this is so cool cuz I'm incorporating my 17 second focus into my workout. I love it. I loved Nicely it. Nicely done. Nicely done. Now did you find it hard to focus on something for 17 seconds or no? Um well what I let myself do was I had a couple topics and I let myself switch from topic to topic within the 17 seconds if I wanted to. Oh good. I do it with I do it with pictures. I do it with like seeing um both of my daughters like separately one at a time and then I allow a a picture of nature to come in whether it's the beach or the trees or whatever I want it to be. And so I, if I'm going to move from something, it has to be to one of these other things. Okay, good. I like this is good strategy though. So
2: you have, you know, you're keeping the mind who always, you know, kind of the the, the brain wants to keep moving, keep moving, you know, new observation, new focus, that monkey mind thing, but giving it sort of a realm of positive aspects of positive things to focus on allows you to kind of do both things. It, It keeps it moving so that you're not struggling But you're keeping the momentum high. That's nice. Really good. And it was
4: really fun because I love my stretch anyways. And so then in between when it would beep, then I would move my position, you know, so I'm also, so I also know that I'm doing my stretches for 17 seconds too. Move my position and then pick, okay, now I'm going to start with the beach and then, you know, maybe I'm going to move to a waterfall or maybe I'm not. Like I would kind of plan ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, but you're I do. I, see what happens? I
2: challenge all the listeners too to use their smartphones in this very smart way, um, by watching that little timer and and seeing and observing if you can focus uh, something that you're wanting and to get it to a point of a feeling tone within 17 seconds. So not just a thought, but really to to uh, bring a feeling up right out of the blue mm-hmm. using your imagination, not waiting for something to happen, but right out of the core of your being uh, to conjure up a feeling around thoughts or visuals or pictures and really practice that. It is a great technique and let me tell you, if you can practice that enough when things get contrasty, as we like to say, uh, and you have that muscle built, it's so much easier to start to say, okay, I'm going to refocus over here because I've been practicing you know, this sort of visual. I love that. Very practical, very, very practical. And speaking of practical, we are going to um, hop over to a portion of a workshop that happened a few months back with our Abrahams and of course we always encourage you to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and buy everything that they sell because it's so extraordinary it's fantastic stuff you can't go wrong with anything that you buy but this little tidbit that we're going to listen to as we talk about momentum and really understanding how to control your focus um, happened in uh, Mexico and uh, with one of their land cruises which actually they announced the one for next year too so
0: let's mm-hmm. all let's
2: all come together on that so we're gonna join uh this workshop where there's someone in the hot seat just wanting to understand and abraham is talking about momentum here we go
5: oh here we are i've been hearing you for a while most of our physical friends are sort of banging around not really with any control and the reason that they don't have much control Is because they've been observing what is and in their observation of what is they like some of it and they don't like some of it and they comment about what they like and what they don't like and in the process they activate vibration within them which equals their point of attraction because you know that what you give your attention to and how you feel about it equals your point of attraction We've been calling that point of attraction your grid. It's the basis of where you stand, your grid, where you stand. So as you offer a vibration, Law of Attraction brings you things like it. And as you get things like it, if you're like most humans, you observe those things, which causes you to offer a stronger vibration, which causes you to get more things. And if you're like most people, you observe those things, which causes you to offer a stronger vibration. And Law of Attraction gives you more of those things, more of those experiences. And if you're like most people, you observe those, which causes you to offer a stronger vibration, and then law of attraction brings you more things like that. And if you're like most people, this could take a while. If you're like <laughs> most people, because we're wanting to demonstrate what momentum is. Momentum is caused by law of attraction's response to your vibration but let's evaluate your vantage point. So you're observing something, which means you're offering a vibration about what you're observing because you can't observe it past, present or future. You can't think about it, you can't focus upon it without offering a vibration about it. And as you offer a vibration about it, law of attraction responds to the vibration that you're offering, which usually causes you, it doesn't have to, but it usually causes you to then observe the further vibration. That is momentum. Another way of describing momentum is when you give your attention to something for as little as 17 seconds, that's when the other thought joins it, the other matching thought. Maintain that focus for another 17 seconds and another thought like it joins it. And each time there is the addition of the adjoining thought, and we should not be making that singular tense, thoughts, things that match it, each 17 second threshold that you cross causes more momentum and once you cross the 68 second mark you've got enough momentum going that your point of attraction has been established has been established and you can feel the momentum now what do we mean you can feel the momentum how does somebody feel momentum well, what you're actually feeling is the comparison of the momentum of the source within you, because the source within you is high flying, a high flying, pure positive energy vibration, a vibration that has no resistance in it, a high frequency, high flying vibration. So when you get some momentum going on some subject that holds a different perspective than that of the source within you, now you have a greater probability to feel the vibrational discord
2: Mm, yummy stuff we got to take a break you're listening to everyday attraction on unity online radio stay tuned we'll be back right after the break
1: Turn to everyday attraction and the metaphysical porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual.
2: Welcome back to the Heather and Ray Show. otherwise known as everyday attraction okay so before we get back to that juicy little tidbit we just listened to before the break from an Abraham Hicks workshop and again that is from abraham-hicks.com run run over there and just buy everything they're so great okay so banging around (laughs) banging around observing what is like don't like activates a vibration can we just talk about that for a minute So yes, I I think that's really, really interesting. So why is momentum important? Well, why it's important because when you observe something and then give it dialogue, you are activating a vibration. Let's just think about that for a minute. So you're activating a Mm -hmm. vibration by your attention to it, you God. And that equals your point of attraction. In other words, that is what you are manifesting at some level. So that's important to know, right? Yes, <laughs> you're just going around activating. It is, yeah, you're activating vibrations all
4: over the place, right? Um, I, no. there's an analogy. I, you know, I like to think about it in pictures. I'm a picture person. I love that. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, I can. I can hear you. Okay.
4: Perfect. Um, is the pit that The picture I see is um, being um, like the world, the globe, and on the axis. And then we're like the axis. And I was listening to – I went to see Marianne Williamson yesterday speak. And she was talking about this as well. Um, The axis of the earth and everything moves around it. Actually, it wasn't Marianne Williamson. It was someone else. Um, And that – so we're attracting all the things – that are moving out from us, we're attracting it in, mm. and it's circling around us and and coming coming in. Interesting, interesting. It's a
2: powerful momentum. You know, it's a powerful yes. it's a powerful thing to to take stock of the fact that you are activating vibration and therefore um, activating something. Coming, I, I don't, I almost want to say coming towards you. I think what it is is you're activating a revelation that is going to reveal something to you about that which you are putting your attention on. So you're opening the curtain, if you will, towards something. And is, and what was behind door number two or curtain number two, is it really what you want? You know, and I think that's the kind of question is that we have this delay of this delicious delay of time where we activate something and we're moving closer to the curtain and it's revealing that which you've activated. So there's a little bit of time to say, hmm, I'm observing something I don't like. I'm talking about it endlessly i'm activating this point of attraction and i'm moving closer to this curtain that's going to reveal itself in some way to be a match to that which i'm talking and thinking and observing i think that's an important equation because i think one can stop oneself on the way to the curtain and go "Eh, new 17 seconds
4: (laughs) yeah you know and hallelujah for that because this would get scary if we couldn't stop and change our you know change Uh, our focus (laughs) yeah thank you god (laughs) too much pressure right right so this yeah it gives us options and choices and we're always at choice and we can manifest and and we can create a new 17 seconds no matter what happened 17 seconds ago a year ago 10 years ago I mean I always like to remember that it doesn't matter where we came from or what has happened or what the pattern had been it's not relevant it's not relevant because you can start a fresh 17 Mm seconds right here but
2: by the power of the momentum can you shift your focus can you really stop thinking about that just drop it as we've talked about before just drop it just let it go because you're moving toward a curtain revelation this curtain opening up that you you don't want so it, it really is sort of respecting the fact that you know the law of attraction however you see it is is responding to you at a very deep level and that it is taking you seriously, are you taking you seriously that that really is the question you know, like you cannot observe something without offering a vibration to it let's just let's just slow that down you you ye gods, cannot observe something without offering a vibration and therefore activating it in some perspective, boy, it's just. Wow, there's a there's some serious radical responsibility in that in many ways, you know, and and so this this layer cake, this chocolate layer cake of 17 seconds is kind of interesting, you know, it's like they're saying 17 17 seconds. If you focus on something good or bad it's nothing personal right you want it wanted or unwanted see this is the thing it works for wanted and unwanted this is not just the good mm-hmm. stuff right it's does it it doesn't have that kind of judgment it just says hey you're doing it here's you know this is what I'm uh, this is what we're responding to so 17 seconds of a focused intent then does one thing it matches it brings a matching thought which increases the momentum. So 17, 17, 17. When you get to 68 seconds, that's when they're saying this is really something you can feel. You're really starting to feel the momentum wanted or unwanted. And what's interesting is they introduce right before the break, this concept that as the momentum builds exponentially, you're going to know if what you're feeling is a match to source within you or not you know so if you're observing something that is not a match to who you really are it's not going to feel very good and right the farther away it is from who you really are which is true love positive pure positive energy the farther <clears throat> away it is the worse the emotion will be so if you're hating on someone it's going to feel really really bad and it feels bad because the source within you is so far from that um and and therefore the emotions go into that place of of showing the, the lack of alignment to who you really are the big source within that which you know is the where the true happiness um lives so let's let's get back to this, this is really kind of juicy stuff and uh, and kind of bodes on the technical and the spiritual so let's see what else they have to say here
5: so here we are have been oh, yeah. mark you've got enough momentum going that your point of attraction has been established has been established and you can feel the momentum now what do we mean you can feel the momentum how does somebody feel momentum what you're actually feeling is the comparison of the momentum of the source within you because the source within you is high-flying a high-flying Pure positive energy vibration. A vibration that has no resistance in it. A high frequency, high flying vibration. So when you get some momentum going on some subject that holds a different perspective than that of the source within you, now you have a greater probability to feel the vibrational discord. So...
2: So that was a little bit more about this idea of of discord within us simply because of the fact that it's not matching who we really are. And we'll continue here with a little bit more information as to what so we have
5: they some mean questions for you that are new. They sort of came up in the last few days that we were visiting together. Do you understand that momentum happens? whether it is a subject that is wanted by you or a subject that is not wanted by you. So you understand that law of attraction is adding to whatever you've got going on vibrationally. So does it seem reasonable to you that you could go to bed worried about something, slumber through the night where your attraction stops, wake up in the morning, pick up where you last were thinking or feeling, and continue the momentum. And does it make sense to you that that momentum is going to increase as long as your attention is upon that subject? Does it make sense to you that different subjects of your life, like children, husbands, wives, partners, spouses, lovers, mates, friends, strangers, does it make sense to you, circumstances and events, people, places, things, all kinds of different subjects have similar vibrational momentum. So it's possible to garner a vibration of inconsideration, even victim, on a myriad of different subjects. In fact, law of attraction makes it likely that how you feel about one subject is bleeding over into how you feel about other subjects so can you accept that you have some sort of habits of vibrational offerings we've been calling them vibrational set points so we want you to explore with us the understanding that You've got habits of thought, which means you've got habits of vibrational offering, which means you've got habits of attraction, which means your life is reflecting back to you what you've got going on vibrationally. We like it that what you think and what you feel and what you manifest always match. But we like it when you recognize that what you're thinking and feeling has the potential of matching even better than it is now matching. We follow that a little bit, that's what momentum is. In other words, law of attraction is saying, oh, that thought that didn't feel very good to you, or that thought that felt very good to you, that thought that you're thinking right now is an active thought that you've been on long enough, here's more like it. Here's more like it, here's more like it, here's more like it, here's more like it, here's more of that, here's more of that, here's more of that. And what we've noticed with many of our physical friends is that you don't seem to realize that you have the ability to control not only the placement of your thought in the emotional scale, Feeling really good to not feeling so good. But you have the ability to control, once you understand it, the momentum of anything.
2: Okay, take a deep breath, everybody. (laughs) You have the control. Mm, That feels good, doesn't it? it's good to remember that to remember you have the control let's just take a moment we do have the control so this idea of momentum is getting you know really interesting in this second part because what they're now talking about is you probably have a general momentum about a lot of same things in your life
4: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, that, that resonates. So if you're, if you've got a victim momentum, it's kind of bleeding probably over into every area of your life. If you have a victor, a victorious momentum, it's probably, you know, showing up. I think that would, that was another part of momentum that I hadn't really thought about this idea that it bleeds over into different areas of your life. So it's kind of hard to have, you know, one momentum going about your relationship and a whole other momentum going about your kids or your job, you know? Isn't that interesting?
5: Uh,
4: yes. <laughs> what we do with it, I do not know. I'm just, yeah, exactly. That's what I was just thinking about. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Well, I think observing... It's, it's interesting and a little scary. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know. But the good news is you can turn it around, right? That's what we heard at that right. last part. But this this was a new concept that I had never heard before and I kind of want to... Like, this is a new book title, right? Sometimes you hear them say something like, oh, that's a book. Habits of Attraction. Mm-hmm. Habits. Habits of Attraction. Habits. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, there's that thing again. You know, good or bad, we're not talking about, you know, <laughs> whether it's good or bad. It's just really kind of noticing that there are habits of attraction that come from momentum because we're continuing to observe and tell stories about the same kind of thing over and over and over again. And, and to take, you know, back our control and our power to say, I get to place my thought about this topic, about this circumstance, about this situation. I am now in this moment, taking the power of now and placing my thought in a new continuum, a new place of 17 seconds, a new opportunity to change the habit of momentum. If if it's something that I don't want, you know, that, that feels doable, you know, um, And that the momentum will always gain more and more and more. And there is just this power to stop it in its tracks if we can. And to place a thought or emotion combination in a new place and begin to build, uh, as they've been talking a
4: lot about, build new pipes. Yeah. New pipes. Well, and it makes me think about how I do things sometimes. And... I notice the momentum of the stuff I'm not wanting. Like, for instance, something will happen that I'm not happy about and I'll have to talk about it to somebody and then I'll have to tell somebody else about it. <laughs> then, oh, I forgot to tell so-and-so. And so I'll tell the same story three or four times. Well, it's a story of something I don't want. Why do I want to say tell it three or four times? I don't know. That's not making sense. But when something does happen that I want or when I'm focused on what I'm wanting, um. I get that, I also wanna talk about that as well But there's some aspect of like, oh, well, I feel like I'm talking about this too much or gosh, (laughs) people don't want to hear, you know, just for instance, I went on this amazing trip over the summer. Well, today was my daughter's um, back to school bash and everybody was like, oh my gosh, how was your trip? How was your trip? And I was just like, oh, my trip was so great. It was so great. It was so great. And I'm like, oh, geez, they're probably sick of me, you know, saying how great my trip.
2: (laughs) Exactly. So I think let's explore that. We got to take a quick break. When we come back from the break, let's talk a little little bit why it is we're so eager and so compelled to tell stories about what didn't go right, but we're shy and embarrassed and kind of hesitant to go on and on about how good things are in our lives. This is a good conversation. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Reap. Don't think
0: about it. Let it unfold. There is peace, there is quiet. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, It's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time with an energy that will captivate you. Touching the Stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. the voice of an awakening world.
5: Letting go in the stillness.
1: Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction@unity.fm. At your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back from the break. So before we took a break, we were talking about this, this weird kind of human experience of being compelled, almost compelled to tell stories about what went wrong. And why it went wrong and how bad it, my wrong is worse than your wrong. But when we want to tutor on horn, so to speak, when we want to talk about what's working, when we want to talk about what is right, we can, we get kind of shy and embarrassed and like, oh, I don't want to go on and on about how good. What is that? Can we just like throw that one to the curb? Get over it. Oh, it's just such a, it is a false premise that, you know, you know here, here's what I think it is. We want to connect with each other right we're built mm-hmm. for connection we're built to connect and there is a mediocrity in connecting over things going wrong it's not a, it's not a good thing but it's better than nothing at all right yeah so we settle for that momentary i feel for you brother or sister yeah And we trip ourselves into not really taking this law as seriously as we should, because we are now participating in our own demonstration of getting more and more and more of what we don't want. So it is a habit or everyone just like commit to just not doing it, not just, just once or twice. I mean, it's kind of like healthy food where you got to do it a couple times in order for it to really start to take effect. <laughs> you know, it doesn't take – you just eat one carrot and be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know, you, you got to really
4: kind of juice it for a little bit, you know, sort of speak how that was bad. Um, you know- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I was just thinking about myself and thinking about what am I thinking when I'm saying things, like when I'm saying, oh, the trip is really great, and I'm thinking like, well, what if they didn't go on a trip? Well, what if they – um, don't want to hear about how great my trip is or, you know, whatever it is. So it's like, but it's not about them. It's about me being fully expressed and feeling the authenticity of whatever it is. You know, if someone asks you a question, you want to answer it in your fullness of whatever it is. Um, unless unless you don't want to speak it. Like if things are going crappy and they say, how are you? And you don't want to say, well, things are going crappy. You could just say, well,
2: things are interesting. Um, I like things are interesting.
4: Interesting.
2: Yeah, things are very interesting right now. There's a lot of interesting things going on. I think there are ways that you can, you know, get out of jail there. Um but but also, you know, I think that there is a false premise too where we don't understand the power of our influence because when things are going really well and we want to tell the story of what's happening that's working, we're actually helping those that we speak to because we're going to influence them with our positive uplifting vibration rather than sharing their not so happy vibration and then you know we all get to be miserable together you know what I mean I mean there is a power and if you knew that in a real way by sharing that positive energy you were you were really gifting them with love you'd gush, you'd be more, you know what I mean? I think I would be a little bit, if I, if I really stepped into the knowing, not the belief, but the knowing that my sharing that positive story was going to really be an opportunity for me to share love with them and really affect them in some way, I would go on and on and on. Um, But I think there's a part of me that doesn't believe that that doesn't step out on that. Uh And I challenge that. And I think all of us should challenge that if we really are wanting to work this law, we want to step in and say, you know, ask the question instead of how are you, say to people, what's working? Oh, it totally throws them off. Totally throws them off. What's I, working for you? Yeah. What's working? What's working for you? And they'd be like, I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Where They're like, you, well, what yeah. is working? Yeah. Mm, working. Ah, interesting. Hadn't thought about that for years. You know, rather than, you know how are you? Which is really tell me. You know what's not working. You know what I mean. It's like an invitation to say how are you. You know it's more like that. Um, but I challenge us to to really step in and take this law seriously. Take these energetic
4: laws seriously and start to to really step into them. Well, I and I want to just say talking about this is great because. Um, we're used to doing things a certain way and it's really good to look at ourselves and say, hey, is this way working for me? And I'm noticing one of the things that I do is, it's so funny, both of my girls want to be cheerleaders this year. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You want to be a cheerleader? That raw, raw stuff, you know? And so I remember when I was younger and people would be like so excited and so hyper and I'd be like, oh, come on people, like you're just way too enthusiastic for me. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) <laughs> can't be Calm that good down, <laughs> knock it down a couple notches and let's get realistic one of those words that you know we used to use before we met abraham and right um <laughs> and so i really get that i have a judgment or i had a judgment that um that in th- too much enthusiasm can be annoying and so if i come to somebody and tell them how amazing my trip was and i'm too overly enthusiastic i might annoy them
2: Right, right. And therein lies the false premise, because the truth is, um, you're actually being a powerful conduit to their good, that you are opening up a path of good. Plus, you know, they've already attracted you. I mean, you have pulled them in, they have pulled you. So there's a possibility there that they're just looking for that. They're looking for that, you know, no complaints whatsoever. They're looking for that. Things are good and getting better and meaning it, not just being like bumper sticker about it, you know, but really meaning it. Yeah. You know, because
4: I think... They want to hear about the flow. They want to know that other people are flowing so they can too.
2: Yes. So I think the commitment that we can make in our everyday lives, which is what we talk about on this show, is like, how do I take this stuff and really start to see it in my everyday life is... Just experience this week a couple times to not feed the conversation when somebody says, I got a flat tire and you go, oh, let me tell you about my flat tire. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, just take a breath, you know, breathe. Um, Just remember that, you know, you're not making the boats float any higher by, you know, pulling the plug on that Um, and really understand the components of... Of the power of you pulling back your observation, the power of you stop having that conversation. Just stop it. Because I think the tricky thing about this work, and the Abrahams have said this over and over and over again, that there is no such thing as no. No is yes. Let's talk about that. No is yes. Okay. When you say no to something, when you say no, no, I don't want that. No, no, no. You're saying Yes, yes,
4: yes, 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 right? Yes to that which you cannot have or you yeah. don't want. because that you, that you don't want. Right, because the... But what know. about when the last week, the last show we were doing, I was thinking about when we tell that little kids, I think, I can't remember the number, but they say by the time you're five or something, you've heard the word no however many thousands of times. You know, can I have this? No. Can I have that? No. Can I have this? No. How does that apply? Well, what I can't t- have the pony and they can't have the apple or whatever it is <laughs> well, <laughs> they can't have the pony and the apple no
2: what we're what we're talking about it is it's, it's a little bit different but it, it plays into it is that you know when you say no to something whether it be to what a child wants or or what is happening in your life when you're saying you cannot have that you cannot have that you cannot have that or no, um, what you're doing is pushing against, right? You're pushing against something and right. you're and you're really kind of digging your heels. But the universe doesn't speak English. You know, the universe is speaking vibration, which is a much more subtle language. And no is resistance. No is, um, you know, that, that sort of pushing of no and saying, no, not this. Oh, no, please don't make this happen. Oh, please don't let this you're actually vibrationally a match to that which you don't want because of the no, because of the no. So no is a yes on a vibrational scale. That's a biggie. And to really embody that and understand it, you begin to see what it is you're pushing against as an actual contribution to staying in that experience. So no is yes, because in vibrational terms, when you push against something, you are actually saying yes to it. Mm, Tricky, tricky. So I I don't think that there's a direct correlation between, you know, raising kids and parenting. But what what I'm talking about with the no is in our own lives when we are saying no to something. Right. And
4: I don't want this. I don't want that. And you're and you're bringing it in
2: you're actually saying yes because vibrationally yes. you're you're you know you're actually participating focusing in it. on it yeah you're observing it and back to you know what we're talking about in the first part of the show is your observation is powerful and then when you take observation and then take it to the level of conversation and judgment and storytelling well now you're really in now you've got all kinds of thought, you know, I think it was so interesting in that last part, the idea of the daisy chain of thoughts, the 17 seconds, and then this, and then almost like, you know, we really don't have, um, momentum is, is tricky, because the law of attraction is actually working for you or against you, depending on where that momentum is. So if you have a thought of no, I don't want this, I don't want this, I can't, this can't happen to me, push, 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 What's happening is the next thought that's available to you that your mind can easily find is another 17 second that matches the first one like a daisy chain. It's like a like a magnetic daisy chain. Not that you can't change your mind in the moment. And that's really what we talk about here, right, is, is, is breaking the chain of pain, breaking it and choosing another momentum, which takes some dexterity. It takes some focus. It takes real intention to stop the chain of events because law of attraction is making it very, very easy to just pick up on the next thought, the next thought, the next month that's in that same vibe. So really what we're talking about is how to, you know, cut the chain of pain there. How do I stop? that ease and and i think what happens is you really as the next thought comes it's so easy oh it's right there more no 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 more push 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 more it's just it's just so oh it's just right there i could just pick it up is to not do that you know and obs- and really observe yourself going i'm not gonna go there
4: <sighs> it's
2: taking back your or i freedom. am
4: gonna go there
2: somewhere and i else. am gonna go somewhere else exactly and it really is about taking back our freedom, you know. At the end of the day, we we won't we don't want to feel enslaved to a momentum that doesn't serve us. And I think part of a spiritual awakening awakening is awakening to the idea and the and the memory and the knowing that I do have the ability to choose again. You know, that I am not a victim to this momentum, no matter how deep or destructive or you know ancient. <laughs> the momentum may be handed down from generation to generation. This is how it is, you know.
4: That's my you know. favorite, favorite part is that you can choose again in any moment and you're, you have as much power in your new choice than you had in any, I mean, even though there is the momentum of anything that the pattern of what hadn't been working, you can still um, gather momentum in that which you are creating and desiring to create. Just, just, just the same. Absolutely. It's never too late. You never get it done. You never get it wrong. I mean, I think that's what's so important to always remember is that you can't screw it up. Yeah, because you can choose again. And I think what what makes that
2: moment a spiritual one is what you're deciding in that moment is to join your true self, the big T, right. You're deciding in that moment to go to the source side of you. That which is the broader, you know, infinite intelligence, the eternal spirit. You're in that moment deciding to join and go home, you know, to really go home to your true self. And when you break that chain of pain of momentum, I and you just give it a little bit like Abraham talks about the power of even hope, you know, to break the chain of of negative thoughts is that. Even at the at the tippy toes of hope, um, you're starting to allow source and spirit to influence thoughts and feelings that are then going to line up with who you really are. And, you know, then the curtain opening, the reveal, because we're, you know, they're telling us we're not creating, we're revealing the revelation then that comes to you is something you really want, because it's going to be source, it's going to be inspired from that broader perspective. And in that way, it's exciting. It's not like, oh, God, what's behind this curtain? It's like, oh, God, what is behind this curtain? You know, give me the big reveal. I'm ready for it because I've done my work as a spiritual being and a conscious being. I I, I don't know. I love that there's a process to this. Yeah. You know, that we can use in our daily lives and begin to see that. You know, what happens at the end of manifestation, uh, sorry, at the end of momentum is manifestation. I mean, that's the the train, right? That's what happens. It's either an experience or something physical. So we can decide. Uh, We can decide. Power to the people. (laughs) We're actually at the end of our hour. I know this has gone really fast. But I think, I hope this hour that you've heard something that will give you some opportunities this week to practice more in alignment with who you are. And if you need a little help, if you'd like a little help, um, Heather actually is available for one-on-one sessions with people. So you can head over to her website at ResetYourMindset.net, ResetYourMindset.net. And we also encourage you to hop over to EverydayAttraction.com, our new little fancy website, where you're welcome to enter in your name and um, get on our email list because we've got some exciting things coming up in the fall that we would love to share with you. So thank you, Heather, for being here for this hour. Appreciate you so much. Thanks,
4: Ray. Appreciate you and everybody here. And I'm looking forward to hearing about that new reveals and what you see behind the curtain. The new curtain. Fresh perspectives, it's a good thing. Thank you all. We love you and we thank you, Unity,
2: for supporting the show and all that you do. And we'll see you next time on Everyday Attraction. All is well. Don't think
1: about it. It thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences, and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you, who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, Help animals and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.